Hello. You are listening to the Grieving Parents Sharing Hope podcast. We are here to walk with parents on their unwanted journey of child loss, guiding them to a place of hope, light, and purpose, not in spite of their child's death, but as a way to honor his or her life. And now, here is your host, author, speaker, and bereaved parent, Laura Deal. Hi. It is morning while I'm recording this, and the birds around me are chirping away, so you might hear some of that today. I want to talk about something we have probably all thought about at some point. I know I sure did, and that is, who am I now? What do you call someone who has lost a child from this earth? After our daughter Becca died, I knew there was no word that could even come close to describing my pain. At the same time, I wondered, why isn't there a word for those of us who are still here after the death of our child? We know someone who's lost both of their parents as an orphan. My son-in-law became a widower, and of course, a woman whose husband has died is called a widow. And this started to really bother me for some reason. And I did a search to see if I could find something. Is there a word for me now? And at the time, nothing really came up. Now, since then, There is a word I've seen around here and there, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But first, let's talk about how we feel when our child dies. I asked you this question recently on both our GPS Hope Public and our private Facebook page. If you're not in one of these groups and want to be, I'll put a link to both of them in the show notes. And I'll just remember, the public one means that anyone can see what you post or any comments you make. The private GPS Hope Facebook page is just that. It's private, but you have to answer the questions to be admitted into the group. That's how I keep it a safe place for us. So don't just ask to be in the group and then not answer the questions or you'll be declined. Anyway, at the time I looked at this feed where I asked this question for the purpose of sharing here on the podcast, there was a total of 81 responses between the two pages. Now, my friend Marie said, losing a loved one hurts, but losing a child is a whole different kind of pain. It's a whole different ballgame. And someone else who's been a family friend for many years, Becky, said, it's like walking alone in a dark tunnel. Now, many of you gave a word or two or four or five or six words, and I took the time to do a word tally of all the words that were used to describe how it feels to lose a child. Now, there were several of you who said what I did at the beginning. There are no words to describe it, and I do think we all feel that way, but if you were to try to put words to it, the number one word used by far that I thought was interesting was the word devastating. And then there were a lot of heart words like heart piercing, heart wrenching, heart shattering, heartbreaking. Shocking was another word that was used frequently. And so was empty and horrific or horrible. Some of the other words used were life changing or altering, torturous, unbelievable, numbing, suffocating, traumatic, overwhelming, broken, crushing, excruciating, and, and more. I want to read something my friend Kathy wrote in the comments for this thread. Now, Kathy has been on this journey for many years with the loss of a son, and then two or three years ago, she lost a second son. And here's what Kathy said. 
I think it's really important to find words for even our deepest feelings. Saying the words out loud or writing them down helps to move those feelings up and out of our bodies. Even if the words we use are inadequate, this is an important task. Bravo to all who found a word or two to try to describe our journey. It was helpful for me to finally choose my words. Mind, body, spirit wrenching, heartbreaking, and devastating. Thank you, GPS Hope, for posing this question, she added. I agree with Kathy here, and I applaud those of you who saw this post and took the time to tap into those dark feelings and try to describe what it's like. When we lose a child, it changes our identity, even if we still have other children still here with us. It especially changes your identity if you've lost your only child or all your children. Then it's really a struggle, isn't it? Like I already said, we know what a widow or a widower is. We know what an orphan is. When we hear those words about someone, we know what type of life-changing loss they have experienced. But when telling someone about our life-changing loss, it's along the line of, well, she's suffered the loss of a child. There is no word that identifies the devastating, horrific, heart-shattering, traumatic loss, permanent life-altering loss in our lives. And even though all our journeys are different, when you meet someone who has lost a child, there's this instant connection. It doesn't matter what different beliefs we might have politically, spiritually, or otherwise. There is something that pulls our hearts together because you are someone who can relate to me in a way very few other people can. You know what it's like to experience this loss that is like no other loss. So let's come back to this question, just who are we after the death of our child? Is there a word that unites us? A word that maybe at least implies the depth of our pain? I believe there is, and it is the word periver. One day I sat down and I listed all the words possible for parents, you know, mother, father, grief, bereave, children, just all kinds of words. I just started throwing words out on a page to see what maybe I could put together as a word for a grieving or a bereaved parent. And that's how the word perever came into existence. P-A-R-E-A-V-O-R. Now, the middle part of this word, perever, is the word reeve which the word bereave comes from, reeve is the root word of the word bereave, and it means to plunder or rob, to deprive one of, to carry or tear away. Now, I think those are some pretty good descriptions of how we felt when our child died. I know when I read that, it's like, that is exactly how I feel. So, if we take away the B-E in bereaved, Okay, so we have reeve, and we replace the B-E with a P-A, because P-A comes from the word parent. And the definition is a person who is a father or mother, a person who has a child. That's Merriam-Webster again. So we have P-A and reeve. 
okay? PA from the parent and then re from the root word of bereaved. And then you add an OR at the end. Now, Wiktionary says an OR at the end of a word is indicating a person who does something. So the word periver, I think that sounds like a pretty good description of what happens when our child dies, no matter the age of the child. We are parents who have been deprived of our children, who were ripped and torn away from us through death. We are perivers. Now, I do want to circle back to what I said about a word I have seen here and there in the last few years, and it's the word veloma. Now, I did some research, and veloma comes from the Sanskrit language which is a very old language, and it's found in the scriptures of Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism. It's J-A-I-N-I-S-M. Now, I had never heard of Jainism, so I looked that up, and it's one of three of the most ancient religions of India with the core belief of a path to spiritual purity and enlightenment. Now, I'm reading this as some of the research I did. So it's a, has a core belief of a path to spiritual purity and enlightenment through disciplined nonviolence called ahimsa, which is literally non-injury to all living creatures. Now, if you're familiar with India, they don't kill cows, you know, that kind of a thing. And Jainism has no belief in a creator God, but there are a number of lesser deities for various aspects of life. And the word veloma itself means against a natural order, which we can all definitely relate to, right? And this word veloma was rediscovered by an English professor at Duke University who coined the term after suffering the loss of a child. Now, for me personally, Knowing the origin of Veloma and where it came from makes me, and I said, like I said, this is just me personally, but it makes me a bit squirmy about using it to describe myself or using the word Veloma as a way to identify myself as someone who's lost a child from this earth. Now, I am not judging anyone who uses this word or passes it along to others, if Veloma is a word you can relate to, then please use it. But I want to ask you to maybe also please consider using the word periver, whichever word you use, or neither one. Let me say that I am sorry you have a reason to even consider this as an option in your life, as a description of who you are now. So who am I? I'm a teacher, an author, obviously a podcaster host, a singer, songwriter, full-time RVer. I'm a wife, a daughter, a mom, a grandma, an aunt, a niece, a friend, a cousin. I'm a cat lover, and I am a periver, a parent who was violently robbed of my daughter's life, a parent bereaved of my child. No matter what words we use, either to try and describe what it's like or to specifically identify ourselves as someone who has faced the devastation of child loss, we are still all in this together. 
For several years now, we have been making available rubber bracelets that are black and the writing is teal and they say Periver on one side of the circle band and they say Hope on the opposite side. And on the inside, there's an etching of our website, gpshope.org. If you would like one of these, you can purchase in our store and I'll put a link to our web store in the show notes so you can look around in there and see if there's anything you're interested in, in getting. I want to remind you to save the date of August 1st through the 3rd, or that week starting the end of July into August of next year of 2024 to join us here in Wisconsin for a special GPS Hope and Healing Conference, ending with a special dinner to celebrate GPS Hope's 10th anniversary. There's going to be more information coming soon, but for now, I know people are already making plans for next summer's vacation, so consider coming to Wisconsin in August and spending time with us here. The last thing before we get to the birthdays, I was able to record an audio of my book, When Tragedy Strikes, Rebuilding Your Life with Hope and Healing After the Death of Your Child. Dave's been working on the edits and formatting it for an audio book to have it available by July 6th because July 6th is six years to the day that this book came out. I am really excited about this because a lot of you have asked me about an audio version of this book and I'll talk more about it when it gets closer, but I just wanted you to know it is coming. Let's go ahead with our birthday segment Alyssa Tyner was born on June 19th and is forever two and a half years old. Carrie Lee Burrell was born on June 19th and is forever 25. Alan Proctor was born on June 22nd and is forever 27. Gregory Moore was born on June 23rd and is forever 29. As always, we celebrate the day these children came into the world. We know it will always be an important day that we'll never forget, right? And it's still worth celebrating. If you would like to have your child's birthday announced the week of his or her birthday, I would be honored to be able to do that. All you have to do is go to gpshope.org slash birthdays. Fill in that form with the information we need. Submit it. Be sure to put in the pronunciation of your child's name if it's ever mispronounced, first name or last name, because I want to make sure I say it correctly. And just submit that form. We will add your child to the birthday segment the week of their birthday. And Dave will also send you an email to remind you to listen that week. I think it's important to have a word that validates the fact that parents who have lost a child through death have a weight that is extremely heavy, heavier than most people will experience in this life. Not as a label to give us permission to wallow in our deep sorrow, but a word that draws us together to be able to strengthen and encourage each other within our lifelong club membership that none of us wanted. We are bereavers, parents who are bereaved of our child. They may have been ripped away from us here on earth, which causes 
horrific, tremendous pain. But thankfully, it is not a permanent separation. We will be with them again. And when we are, we'll be together forever. So while we're all waiting for that wonderful reunion, let's remember to hold on. Pain eases. There is hope.